Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. The uh, news that Elon Musk may turn out to be the uh, world's first trillionaire. We've been doing a little bit of comparison between uh, how much a billion dollars is and how much a trillion dollars is. Jerry Pacheco wrote this on his on his website, and he does these comparisons like this one. How long would it take to spend each amount. If you spent $40 per second around the clock, it would take you 289 days to exhaust a billion dollars. If you did the same thing with a trillion dollars, it would take you 792.5 years to go broke. What's Elon Musk's phone number? It's the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. One of my favorite guests is Tom Korski, the executive director of Blacklock's Reporter. You'll find them on Twitter at Minding Ottawa. Tom, 792 years, spending 40 bucks every second to go through a trillion. That's how much money Elon Musk is likely going to have. But is he happy, Roy? I suspect yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know I would be. I'd start out happy and very, uh, very happy. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. What a good question, though. Eh? <clears throat> Brings it right back to fundamentals. Let's talk about what it is that uh, you've been finding out at uh, Blacklocks and a multi-year investigation. Tell us what you uh, share with our listeners. What's been going on with CMHC? CMHC is very busy, busy body. They have, uh, we discovered through access to information, compiled a database that's comprised of the most intimate financial information on pretty much every mortgage holder in the country. These are not, I want to stress, CMHC customers, Roy. If you own a mortgage in Canada, whether you have ever even heard of CMHC, your most intimate financial details are in their database. Details like how much you make and how much you owe, terms of your loan, what kind of property you own, your credit score, you name it, your client ID number, your municipal address. This is more information than if CMHC merely spied on your annual tax return. They obtained this information through a separate government agency, which automatically raises privacy issues. Any time the government, between branches or divisions or separate departments, uses information gathered for one purpose, and transfers it for use for another purpose. That invokes a law called the Privacy Act. Well, CMHC said we're okay, but they didn't even bother asking the Privacy Commissioner. They didn't even pick up the phone, Roy. We count this as the biggest privacy data scoop of any federal agency, anytime, anywhere. What an outrage. As you were saying this, Tom, and I've been following 
what you've been reporting on Black Box Reporter. I just found myself becoming viscerally angry at the information these people uh, surreptitiously, I'll be kind, gathered about me, never mind you and everyone else in this country who's ever had a mortgage and owned a property. I can see, and I would suggest, there could be significant legal action here. Well, but you know, Roy, why should you, as an individual mortgage holder, have to bear that burden? But you're right. That's exactly where we are with privacy on Parliament Hill. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it is. CMHC says, well, the onus is on you. We think we're doing a good, pretty good job, and the onus is on you as the individual to point out otherwise. No, that's not what privacy is. The privacy belongs to every single one of those 9 million mortgage holders. Mm-hmm. That's your life story. They have everything on you except your height and weight. They say they want it for research purposes. If that's the case, they can write 9 million letters and ask people and say, this is what we want to do. Mm-hmm. We think it justifies the breach of your privacy for this reason. They didn't even bother. Well, you know, you often hear uh, privacy advocates complain about, for instance, Facebook, and they'll use algorithms to, to, to target advertising. This isn't about someone trying to sell me a pair of shoes on the Internet. This is the big machine. This is the government of Canada misusing my private information between me and my bank for their own purposes, it's wrong. Yeah. So it, they have more information based on their own collection than if my tax return were to make a detour from my accountant to, to, uh, to, to, uh, to, to them. So if they didn't have that information and my tax uh, return were to go from my accountant to CMHC and then to CRA, they'd have more information on me from their collecting of information than if you got my, just my tax return. Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. Wow. Your municipal address and the property you own, your credit score, the terms of your mortgage, what's the amortization? Did Roy get a good rate or a bad rate? Let's see. That's the kind of information they have. What would they do with that information? Well, we can only imagine. We can only imagine. Great reporting. Great, uh, great sleuthing on your on your part. I mean, that's so disturbing, just so viscerally. It's, it's just a gut punch. Um, well, let's move on to the issue of uh, that people have been talking about a great deal over the last few days, and that is whether or not members of parliament who are not vaccinated should have access to not only parliament, but the actual surroundings, the building itself. What have you found out? It's interesting. There is a disconnect between the headlines and the actual text of any regulations, this has happened so often on this subject, Roy. We've concluded it's deliberate. The government has been cabinet, and, and the cabinet and the government has been deliberately confusing, aggressive. It's almost as if they want to scare people into getting vaccinated. In the case of the House of Commons, there's a committee called the Board of Internal Economy meets in secret, and they issue a news release, and they say, we think all MPs have to be vaccinated, but of course there are exemptions. Media didn't tell you about my friends on the story, <laughs> left out the part about exemptions. But by the Toronto Star's estimate, about 99% of MPs are already vaccinated. What's the problem? What is the problem? What is the problem, Roy? But 
But there are also exemptions. One of the exemptions is you don't have to be vaccinated. You just have to have proof of uh, a negative COVID test. So what's the problem? 99% vaccinated, and I can show proof of a negative test if I'm a member of parliament. But we now have the uh, pro... Uh, the, uh, I, you have to call this a witch hunt, right? There are advocates of a vilification of unvaccinated people unaware of privacy law, unaware of contract law, unaware of terms of collective agreement for federal employees, unaware of House rules. If you want to deny a member of Parliament their seat on the floor of the House of Commons, they were sent there by their own electors in their own hometown, you'll have to vote that. You'll have to vote them out. And you know the last time they did that? It was 1947. The MP was Fred Rose. He was a communist spy. That's where we are, Roy. The, the, the witch hunt is not uh, an embellishment for the sake of amusement. Mm-hmm. That's where we are on vaccination. It's, inc- it's crazy. It is crazy. Now, if I want to keep official opposition members of parliament out of parliament, I should call another election. Yeah, well, give it, give it my best shot. They're <laughs> bringing up their medical history, <laughs> right? You know, this was the oh, sad part. There was a former... Privacy Commissioner of Ontario, three-term Ann Kabokian, who said this week, the worst part is it used to be a big deal to be compelled to divulge your personal medical history right. to anyone other than your doctor. And the feds have kind of normalized that now. But people think nothing of it. I had one person come up to me at work this week and ask me about my personal medical history. We had a very short, sharp exchange. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> what is it anyway, Tom? What is your personal medical history? <laughs> if you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.